Hello and welcome to the Football Parliament podcast, your one-stop destination for all football debates, opinions and discussions. This competition kicked off with 32 teams and 189 days later, we're left with just four. Truly the four elite teams of Europe's elite club competition, the UEFA Champions League, Chelsea, Manchester City from England, Real Madrid from Spain and Paris Saint-Germain from France. Thus, we decided that for today's podcast, we're going to be making a combined 11 of all these four teams that are still remaining and appearing in the semi-finals of the UEFA Champions League. Today, I'm joined by Vedant and Jimit. How are you doing, guys? We're fine. Pretty much excited and happy the way Real Madrid played in the last 10 days. I'm a Real Madrid fan, by the way, for our watchers, let me tell you all. And today, we have a match against Getafe with a very limited squad and... Most of them being Castilla players, but let's see how we perform. Hi, guys. Even I'm excited for the match between Manchester City and PSG. Hoping to right. see a good battle between the teams. Some basic rules, some basic ideas that we would give before making this 11 that we're going to be focusing on the players from this season. So, we, as I said, we're going to be giving high emphasis on not the overall careers, but rather the forms this season, particularly in the UEFA Champions League, as that is a competition that we are focusing on. Thus, to give you all an example, a player like Sergio Aguero may miss out on this eleven because even though you could argue that he's a Premier League legend, he's been one of the best strikers of the last decade. This season, his uh, form has been hampered by injuries and other concerns, and that's why he won't be able to find his place in the team. So, without any further ado, I think we should get into making this team. Basically, what we mean to say is that we won't select players on paper. Like, for example, Sergio Ramos, he's been injured for most of the season, so he might miss this team. Right. So, what formation do you guys think that we should be using for this 11? I think we should go with 4-3-3. Yeah, I totally agree. 4-3-3, it's one of the most basic formations. This season, I don't think any fullback has really convinced me. Be it any I think that, that would be kind of unfair to not include any fullbacks. 4-3-3 is the most basic footballing formation. We've got four Defend defenders, three midfielders, three attack- attackers. I think we should go for a 4-3-3 formation. Okay. Right. Before starting this uh, 11, I would like all our viewers to subscribe to our channel. We've recently started, or you can say resume, uploading these videos. So, support this page, give us encouragement, press the subscribe button. Let's get started with the goalkeeper. Share and comment. Please tell us if we can improve. We would happily like to do do so. Goalkeeper, goalkeeper, Vedant. Who do you think should be the goalkeeper? See, all the four goalkeepers in those four teams, they all deserve a spot because they've been world-class. Thibaut Kortua, Kaylor Navas, Edward Mendy and uh, Edison. They've all been world-class, but we have to settle for a single spot. And in my opinion, Kaylor Navas has been the saviour for PSG in the Champions League this season. Yeah. So, I think Kaylor Navas deserves the spot. Kaylor Navas. He's the reason PSG are in the semis. And there's this mad statistic about him that he's that he's never uh, been... Like, how do I say this? He's always been a... He's always been in a Champions League final. Yeah, he's always been in a Champions League final with Real Madrid and with PSG. Right, right. He's always been in one. 
yeah, this is a quite a good fact about him that he has never lost a two-legged Champions League fixture. The only time he has actually lost was in the finals. So doesn't count. But I do agree with Kayla Navas's inclusion because yeah. of particularly because of his performances in the first leg and the second one as well. So we should go for Kayla Navas as the goalkeeper for this eleven. Just a minute. Right, that's the keeper there. Right back. The next position in the team. Again, very competitive because clubs nowadays have two right backs. So, is the case with Chelsea. We've got Reese James, Aspilicueta. What are the options for Real Madrid, Vedant? The options for Real Madrid are Lucas Vasquez, Danny Carvajal, Alvalo, Alvaro, or Diosola. But none of them have been available for us this season. Danny Carvajal has been injured way too many times. Lucas Vasquez is out for the season now, given his uh, injury against Liverpool. So, I don't think he'll start either. Sorry, against his injury against Barcelona. So, I don't think he makes this lineup either. And Alvaro Odrizola isn't world-class at all. So, no one from Real Madrid can make this right-back option. Fill this right-back option. As I said, there are two options from Chelsea, which is Aspilicueta and Reese James. So, Aspilicueta hasn't been too good at right-back, to be very honest. He's been better as a centre-back. Uh, Reese James has been good. But I think we should consider the options from Manchester City. Jamit, could you tell us the two options from... The I think, according to me, Walker should make this lineup. He's been consistent. His defending is on point. His pace is unmatched. And in the CT-PSG match, he's going to give Mbappe a tough fight. He's very underrated. Well, to be honest, Kyle Walker is a good shout. However, I think the more impressive fullback has been Joao Cancelo. I am aware that he's played as left-back. Yeah, he's played. Joao Cancelo has played as left back, but his preferred position is the right back position. And I think he's massively improved this season. I Actually, Pep Guardiola doesn't play him as a full back. He plays as a midfielder, and Pep Guardiola plays a three man defense, if you have noticed. That's true. That's but I, think, I don't think so. I think if you look at the starting 11 that Guardiola uses, he starts as a full back and then pushes on to the midfield. So I think. Yeah. For, for this 11, we will count him Gonzalo as a full-back rather than a midfielder. Joao Cancelo, any day. Right-back. Do we all agree on Joao Cancelo then? Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let me put the Portuguese full-back who's been very consistent it's and versatile. He's played on both the sides of... We've got left and right. He's too underrated. Even at his time at Juventus, Nobody really appreciated him. And he was world-class. There too. Right. True. Now let's move on to the centre-backs. Okay. We've got two centre-back spots, but we've got many, many options. We've got four clubs. And I think each club has got like three centre-backs for a minimum. So, uh, Vedant, could you first list down the options from Real Madrid? For Real Madrid, we would say Sergio Ramos and Rafael Varane. But the thing is that Sergio Ramos has either got COVID or he's been injured. A lot this season. Given his age, yes, that that always happens. So I don't think Sergio Ramos will make this lineup. Rafael Varane is debatable because if Sergio Ramos hasn't been there, Rafael Varane has stood up all season, all season long, be it La Liga, be it in Super Cup or Copa del Rey, or be it the Champions League. Rafael Varane That's has true. been the leader this season, especially after the Man City game. He's realized his mistakes and he's worked on them. And he's played really well without Ramos this season because Ramos has barely been there. Uh, or you looking at the other teams, I would speak about Chelsea. From Real Madrid. 
he's been great so, too nobody expected him to start at all but he's been way too good even aggressively right but let's look at the options from the other teams chelsea we've got mainly the first candidate that i put forward is thiago silva other center backs such as rodrigo Christensen and Zuma have been good, but I don't think they've been that good that we would put them in this eleven. Particularly because of the fact that they were quite poor before Tuchel came in, and we're taking the entire season in account. However, Thiago Silva is a player that has been consistent throughout, despite his age. He has got a lot of experience. He's got the leadership qualities. He's been extremely consistent, very good with the ball at his feet, distribution, his passing accuracy is always up there with the ninety fours and the ninety six. So. I personally think that Thiago Silva should get one spot of the two centre backs. I think Diaz and Silva are the ideal duo for this. Diaz deserves Diaz, to be that, there. That's that's quite a good shout, Ruben Diaz. Uh, He's 19 years he old and he has pocketed Erling Haaland. He didn't make any single mistake until Mohamed Salah came and just fell on the ground. That was his first mistake. Salah came and dove in front of him. Simple. Before that, he was unstoppable. and to pocket erling haaland is something which many defenders have failed to do so yeah ruben diaz truly deserves a spot because right i, w- I would i would agree with ruben diaz as well so yeah. since three of us have agreed with ruben diaz we will put him there which is the second center back i've put forward the name of thiago it's silva clearly debatable between varane and thiago silva to be honest i think which silva one? has been better this season He has been a bargain to get a defender like him for free, and he has helped Chelsea a lot. Right. Since we, the two of us, agree, I think that's the majority I mean, against me. And we will go for Thiago Silva. Flash your videos off. Right. We will go for Thiago Silva. Just a minute. So many Silvas in football. <laughs> Can't even find him here. Yeah, uh, until uh, until that, let's uh, start the discussion with the left back. We don't need the discussion. See, for Real Madrid, we have one world class left back. His name is Folon Mendy. He's French, and he hasn't been dribbled past either last season or this season. This season in the Champions League, he hasn't been dribbled past, and last season overall, whenever he started, no one has been able to dribble past him. And there's this also statistic which supports him, say, stating that. Whenever he started this season, Real Madrid have won that match or drew that match. We haven't lost with him this season. To be honest, if I look at all the options, I I I don't really see a good quality left back other than either Forlan Mendy or Ben Chilwell. Yeah, I agree with you. Marcus Alonso, if you see him, he's good as a left wing back, but at left back, he's quite poor. And Paris Saint-Germain. I don't think they've got a good quality left back either. They have backer. So, uh, He's not that great. Yeah, that's why I meant good quality left back that can fit in this eleven. So I think it does come down to talking about Manchester City. Just to mention that they've got Benjamin Mendy and Alexander Zinchenko, who, who aren't that good either. So it's no. quite a decision between uh, Forlan Mendy and Ben Chilwell. Vedant your pick is Forlan Mendy, right? Yeah. I'll go for Chilwell any day. His offensive side is way, way better than Mendy. Oh, be honest. I would like to keep. I would say that last season, this season, Forlan Mendy has improved too as a left back offensive man in an offensive manner. 
to be honest, I will keep my bias aside. Boya, and I, I too will go for Forlan Mendy. I think that he has been, and he has definitely proved his offensive football this season. And according to me, the primary duty of a fullback should be defending. And that's I'll go for Forlan Mendy as well. Quite okay, opposite fine. to my Chelsea bias. Hmm. Great of you. Plus, the thing is that a full fullback's main job. is to take up the holding wide position and stay in the defense at all times until a set piece comes or anything and forlorn mendy has done that so i think yeah forlorn mendy is a perfect fit here yeah i to go back to forlorn mendy thiago silva ruben diaz joao cancelo really a solid back four yeah not to make field 3 firstly the defensive mid position we'll go for a natural defensive midfielder so we would not go for just a box to box or a central midfielder over here because i think that a team should have have at least one defensive midfielder speaking of my club chelsea they have been jorginho or kante both of them have been good but what about the other options uh, i think for paris saint germain there is danilo there is marco verratti and mahmoud i think Yeah, yeah. What about uh, Manchester City? They've got Rodri, who's been extremely impressive. Fernandinho, uh, he's currently second choice to Rodri, but he's been good too. So I think if you look at these options, it would be probably. To be honest, between... the CDM role is quite debatable. It is. What about Real Madrid? Well, Real Madrid have Casemiro, who's a world-class central defensive midfielder, and last season I think he deserved the spot in the team of the year. But I don't know. I think Casemiro should fit there, in my opinion. Jamet, no. Uh, for who, who According to me, Conte has been better this season. His work rate is amazing. Even during the ninety-third minute, he's the only guy who's running towards the ball. His defensive stats are amazing. That's, that's, that's a very good point, actually. His work rate is quite amazing. Yeah, his work rate so, is quite amazing. No doubt about that. But to to help when he just started. as a chelsea manager he didn't use angolo conte much and he does it he does use him right now also to say that manchester city have rodri hernandez too and he's been one of the key reasons why they're in the champions league semi finals this season that's quite a good point i think we'll give it to casemiro over here i think uh, the fact But that angolo conte has been out the statistic again casemiro has had an average rating of 7.5 per game this season Average rating of seven point five. Yeah. Right. I think the fact that Angolo Conte has been injured for a long part of the season, and at times, uh, Jorginho and Kovacic have been preferred over him, does give uh, Casemiro in order over Angolo Conte. Casemiro started yeah. all season long. He's got five thousand or four thousand five hundred minutes this season, which is a mad statistic. Okay, I've got a proposal over here in between the eleven. As I see it, I think there are way too many quality midfielders across both the teams. This is just the defensive mid position. So, do you all want to have an extra midfielder instead of an attacker? I think that that's quite a good option. I think that all the four teams have world class attackers too. So, I don't think. Yeah, so I, we'll have the same problem up ahead. Then we'll have to sacrifice some one attacker. Then, in in my opinion, see if you look at Manchester City, they've got players like. Kevin De Bruyne, who would probably fit in the midfield more than the front three. I personally think that we should switch to a midfield four and a forward two. De Bruyne has been injured the season three times. He's world class. I mean, he starts, but he's been injured three times. Okay, fine. We'll go for a four-four-two. Right. I'll just switch the formation. 
Until then, let's debate on the other center midfielder. We've got Casemiro already. I'll just see how change the formation. We'll go for a four-four-two diamond, right? Four-four-two diamond. Just a yeah. minute. Got four. All right. Next position until I change the formation. The next position, if we are going for a four-four-two diamond, should be another. Um, we should talk about a cam or a left central midfield or. Right no. Yeah. There, there should be two center mids oh, on either side of the defensive mid, yeah. which would function as particularly number eight. So, who do you guys think should be the two? talking about number eights? Real Madrid has Tony Cruz as a there. Tony Cruz deserves to be yeah. Like this season. As a Barcelona fan, his masterclass against Barca and also against Liverpool. He's underrated. He deserves to be here. Yeah. Tony Cruz, in my opinion, will end up being one of the best midfielders ever to grace the game. That's a debate, but yeah. No, I'm saying. I guess right now, Kevin De Bruyne at the end of his career is going to at least be as good as him. Well, Tony Cruz is something that the three of us do agree on. He's been quite good, especially the assist versus Liverpool. You could see it a thousand times, and I. Think that Tony Cruz does deserve. This season as a Tony Cruz has had, I guess, twelve assists. That's mad for a thirty-one-year-old. Quite amazing. His passing is amazing. His vision. Right. How about Even the other centre One thing, if you notice about Tony Cruz, is that he doesn't shoot the ball. It looks like as if he's passing the ball into the net. How about the other midfielder? Well, Chelsea. I think Chelsea also has some people in this position, right? Mason Mount. Mason, Mason Mount, Mount is there. Then PSG. I think PSG don't PSG, have. PSG. Uh, I mean, they've got Paredes and they've got Verratti. They've not got that quality midfielders. Verratti Same with Manchester City. Manchester City have got. I don't think. I think Manchester City have got a good shout in Ilkay Gundogan, but I think yeah. most of his. Go- Goals and stuff have been in the Premier League. We are obviously focusing on. He hasn't Champions been able to reciprocate his goal-scoring form in the UCL. That's true, and uh, I think Gundogan is being a bit overrated because of his goal-scoring. Because see, they are midfielders at the end of the day. That's not their job. Okay, if you do score goals, that's definitely a plus. But just judging midfielders by their goal-scoring is not something that. Makes a lot of sense to me. In my opinion, this position should be Mason Mount. Yeah, I agree. It's actually debatable because Real Madrid have Federico Valverde and Luka Modric. Come on, Mason Mount has been Chelsea's player of the season all all season. He's carried the entire team. That's Chelsea. Luka Modric has won La Liga Player of the Month three times this season already. And I mean, we are fo- focusing on the Champions League. If you see against, we cannot Porto, compare La Liga and Premier League. Even as a Barcelona fan, I have to agree that you can the Prem is better. Against Atlanta away, you can look at his performance Come on, if you, against Liverpool. Just another point I would like to put: Look at this team. Tony Kroos is, is in his thirties. So is Casemiro. You've got Thiago Silva, who's thirty-six. Keylor Navas, who's in his thirties as well. I think this team does need some fresh young blood, and I think Mason Mount is like twenty-one, twenty-two, and I think that. The fact that do not forget the goal that he scored against Porto, which was primary reason that Chelsea are. In that the was his first and goal in UCL, by the way. Okay, which fine. Changes so the fact. For, we go for Mason Mount. I re- let my Madrid bias go. Mm-hmm. Right, we go for Mason. Mount. Just a second. I'm just pausing the recording. 
So for the attacking mid position, a very competitive position. Now let's look at all the four teams. Firstly, I I, I would think that we would disregard Chelsea over here because their attacking mid has been played in a deeper role here, Mason Mount. But the other yeah. three teams, I have a question. Manchester City with Mason Mount. The thing is, he can play a cam too. So why not play him at cam? And fit Luka Modric. Because I think I think there are better camps over there. Let's have a discussion of the camps. If you feel that the camp isn't up to the mark, then we will play Mason Mount up there. So Real Madrid, uh, do you all have any quality camps? Not quality camps because we go for a four four one two three, and that doesn't mean we use a cam. We use Cruz and Modric at central midfielders and Casemiro as CDM. So we don't play camps. My yeah, proposal over here. So, My proposal over here would be to play Neymar Jr. as Cam. Yeah, even I think Neymar Jr. deserves that spot. Yeah, he's the creator for. He's very underrated as a playmaker, just because and he plays in League One. He's very underrated. His playmaking is quite underrated. I think Kevin De Bruyne has is obviously an amazing player, but this particular season, he's not lived up to the standards that he himself has set. But Neymar, whenever he's played, they. He's always the best player on the pitch, according to me. Yeah, yeah he provides assists and dribble almost everyone for his team. Right. So the card does say left mid, but we can obviously no, that make out that. No, that That does change. Yeah, that, but anyways, we know he's a cam too. Now, the only question: Are you satisfied with Neymar being in the team with uh, Mason Mount as the sentiment over Modric? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Any day I will choose Neymar as a playmaker over Mason Mount as a playmaker. True. Now the uh, two spots left are for the two strikers. Uh, let me name the three strikers that Chelsea have right now are Timo Werner, Kai Havertz, who've been decent or below par, but the one good con- contender over here is Olivier Giroud, who's got six UCL goals. However, we will look at the options from the other teams. Yeah, I think Mbappe and Benzema are very ideal right now. Who? Mbappe and Benzema. Mbappe deserves uh, to be here. The French connection. To score a hat trick against Barcelona, to score against Bayern Munich. Yeah, I think Mbappe is not much of a debate. Let's put Mbappe yeah. and we can have a discussion over the second player. Do you agree with Mbappe, Vedant? Yep. Mm. Mbappe deserves to be there. Next season. Right. Too. What what about the second striker? I think Karim Benzema deserves that spot because he's the reason why Real Madrid are in the semis. He stepped up against Atalanta and against Liverpool. But if you he see Karim Benzema, but he created those chances. He found out that space for Vinicius to score. That was important. I agree with him. Chelsea's attack has been disappointing this season to spend so much money. Just to get a blind horse like Timo Werner, the only right, thing he does is run, and right. that's true. Even no, you would. There's no need to bring Timo Werner in this discussion. I'm talking about <laughs> Olivier Giroud, and he's actually got one goal more than Benzema, despite playing a lot less minutes. He's actually averaging 42 goals, or uh, 42 minutes per goal. My mistake. By the uh, way, Benzema includes... doesn't take penalties for Real Madrid. Otherwise, he would have had seven goals this season in the UCL. I mean, what kind of point is that? Uh, the the point over here is how Giroud many goals they do have. A penalty. So I don't think well, Giroud deserves that spot at all. To be honest, because he's at this one. time I don't think Thomas Tuchel is going to play Giroud at all. Yeah. he settled with Timo and Ziyech. 
how does that match change the main man this season for real madrid wait but chelsea giroud scored four goals against sevilla and one bicycle kick against atletico madrid was that the at the moment stage? he's got one goal more than benzema despite playing a lot less minutes he's got 42 minutes per goal ratio Benzema so is a center forward. Giroud is a natural number nine. Benzema is a center forward. Benzema himself claims that he's not a natural number nine. He's a center forward. He creates. And even if you look his look towards his time with Cristiano Ronaldo, he was the he wasn't the main man. He was the supplier. And he's been here the main man. He can do both the jobs really very well. Keeping let's chalo. Let's keep that aside. Look at Karim Benzema. He's been the main reason why Madrid won La Liga last year, and they are in the UCL semis because of him. So I think I mean that, that, that the exact same thing can be said for the exact same thing can be said for Olivier Giroud. He was the main reason that Chelsea he actually qualified. He scored a poker in the group stage. So I think all of us know, yeah, Giroud isn't going to play. Even if Timo Werner doesn't play, Tammy Abraham is the second choice. No, but Giroud not playing does not change his previous performances this season, does it? I think his only previous relevant performance was those four goals, and obviously they were good. Not disregarding them, he scored a bicycle kick against Atletico. He's not going to play. Do you think Thomas Tuchel will use Olivier Giroud against? No, he will. No, he won't. He'll play Tammy Abraham. Exactly my point. The question is their performances. We're not predicting it. We are. We're going for. We're going for past performances, and Giroud has got six goals. He said we've got a bicycle kick okay. against Atletico okay. Madrid. He's got a poker. He's got a last-minute winner against. Let's Brent. look at so, let's look at this in a practical manner. There's Mbappe, who's faster than a Formula One, and there's Giroud, yeah. who's a who's literally a tortoise. So, so you there, actually proved my point. Be, they will complement each other well as they do for the French national team. Does Benzema play for the French national team? Mbappe is super fast and Giroud is super slow. You know, Mbappe and Giroud is actually the current forward line of the French national team. Is Benzema in there, despite being French? That's a Valbuena case. Come on, you just can't put the Valbuena case. And plus, there's no result out out either. So I don't think you're making a wise argument. Jimmy, do you think Benzema should be there or Giroud? No, I'm not going to choose Giroud at all. He's not going to play. I'm so sure. I mean, Tammy Abraham will play over him. Tammy Abraham is not going to play over Giroud. Tammy is actually the fourth choice striker right now. And that actually shouldn't be the case. I think he's only Tammy will prevail because all of us have seen Tammy Abraham yeah. playing over Giroud, even though Giroud is better. Those positions, Werner, Giroud. I am going to go for someone who's been involved in sex scandals. That's okay. What has his private life got to do with this lineup? I don't think that's. He's <laughs> a professional footballer. How can you just Claire's include that as private life? Do you all gonna uh, do you all gonna go for a seven-man bench as well? Yeah, but just a second. Can you just go up for a minute? Right. Put Benzema as the left striker, so that he can link up with Tony Cruz really well. Wow. Okay. What a team! Kayla Navas, Benjamin Mendy, Thiago Silva, Ruben Diaz, Joao Cancelo, Casemiro, Tony Cruz, Mason Mount, Neymar Jr., Benzema, and Kylian Mbappe. He playing a Belando. What a team! This team is still debatable, but fine. Okay, we go for Mount. Yeah, I I still think Casemiro shouldn't be there. I am talking about Modric over Mount here. I'm I'm saying Rodri should be. 
in the team oh, instead of casemiro rodrigo sorry rodrin hernandez in the premier league has been really great i have seen his games but not that convincing in the champions league to be honest okay i've seen right, casemiro play all he does is seven man bench let's go for a seven man bench who should be the backup goalkeeper no no tivo kotua or edward mendy i think the fact that just uh, mendy is leading the golden boot race uh, sorry golden glove race in the champions league i mean that's the winner of the golden glove is at the end of the day the best goal uh, goalkeeper in the competition wait is that... i guess it should be mendy too yeah mendy he doesn't get that's been in la liga all right who should we go for i think since we're going for a seven man bench two more defenders one full back one center back who should two be the defenders. best full back not run oh all right let's go for rafael varan as a center back uh another full back no we another full back two defenders right yeah that's why we've got one center back and now another full back full back okay mm. Mm. Chilwell. Yeah, Chilwell. Now Chilwell deserves to be here. Chilwell. I could still go for Silva and Varane, but fine. I'll keep my Madrid. Let's back. go for Let's go for two midfielders as well. Yeah, Modric. He's a Ballon d'Or winner, and he's been world class this season in Champions League too. Alright. Uh, that Ballon d'Or is a. That was Ronaldo's Ballon d'Or. Even you know that. Yeah, but at the end of the day, he's the winner. We can't do anything with this logic. That was rigged, rigged. It's over. all, it's all Papa Perez and his money. Who should be the well, second? If Ronaldo <laughs> stayed at Madrid, he would be on a level we even don't know. Anyways, Modric. Who should be the second midfielder along with Luka Modric? Valverde is there. Oh, <laughs> seriously, Valverde? Federico Valverde. जी But he's not got that good midfielders at PSG. You can argue for Marco Verratti. He's been decent, or I don't know. Just... He's been really good. PSG relies a lot on Neymar and Mbappe. I guess everyone knows that. Di Maria is underrated, but he doesn't play much as a midfielder. Yeah, I That's think that's a good shout. Let's go for, for Leonardo, Leonardo Paredes actually. De Bruyne is missing this. I think De Bruyne deserves to be there. Let's uh, include the Bruyne as the attacking mid, and then we can have another attacker. Okay. Yeah. Good. Paradis. We'll take centre midfield card. We'll get yes, CDM. We can play CDM and box to box. We've got already one, two, three, four, five. De Bruyne and who should be the last forward? I think we'll give Giroud to you because there are not much options left. City doesn't City doesn't even play with a striker. City right. has Sterling, Ferran Torres, and Phil Foden. We didn't look at Phil. According Foden. to me, Phil Foden should have been in this convo. Yeah, we didn't. I mean, yeah, him. he deserved a mention in the convo. But realistically speaking, which is the player that you would dispossess here? Because Foden can play. He cannot play 
uh, for Cruz or Mount. That's too deep for him. He can play either in the front three. Does Poland get in the front three? I don't think so. I don't think so, no. No. He's a winger at most, not a striker though. So, I don't think so. so who should we go for as a striker? The only option left is Jeru. No one else. Alright, yeah. I'll include the location. So, this complete... Icardi scored a hat-trick too, I think. Icardi is a joke, man. He's a meme. The only thing I see about him is memes these days. How he had sex with someone else, his teammates, <laughs> wife. It's only boring. He doesn't play much. So, this completes our uh, 11 with a 7-man bench. If you look at the representation, I think uh, Real Madrid are the most represented team, as I can see from here. They've got one, two, three, four members in the starting 11. Chelsea have got two members. Manchester City have got one, two members as well. And PSG. And Paris Saint-Germain have got three members. So it's Real Madrid who are the most represented team in the starting 11. Even overall, overall for some reason, I've picked Benjamin. Uh, I, I'll just fall out my dear way. But I think it's quite a good looking uh, 11 and a seven-man bench. So I agree with you. Yeah. Leave your thoughts up. What changes would you make? Uh, this is my message to the audience. What changes would you make to this would have started over combined me. level? Leave yes. your changes what, what? in the comments below. What are you I saying, Vedan? Yeah. I'm saying, would Luka Modric, a Ballondo winner, or Kevin De Bruyne, or someone else, would start over Mason Mount or Neymar? What, just give us your opinions. What do you think about this lineup? Let us because know. Yeah. Firstly, there's no need to mention the Ballon d'Or here looking at form this season. Has he won the Ballon d'Or this season? No. He's never going to win it again. It was all paid. Regardless, the team is done and made. <laughs> and leave your thoughts down in the comments below. And that would be it for the video. Thank you, Vedan. Thank you, Jamit. It was quite a good video. Yeah. So, for more top quality Chelsea content, uh, football content, I'm sorry. Keep listening to uh, listening to Football Parliament podcast. Thank you. Also, this channel is Thank you. from True Talk Chelsea to the Football Parliament podcast. Right. Thank you for watching our videos. Thank you, guys.